global business news 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World Headquarters, I'm Charlie Pellet, a mixed picture for stocks, the Dow turning higher. This update brought to you by Sage Summit, the world's largest gathering of small and medium businesses featuring Sir Richard Branson, July 25th to the 28th in Chicago. Register with promo code business at sagesummit.com for just $99. Stocks slipping from a record following a mix of corporate earnings reports. We've got the S&P 500 index down five at 2161, a drop of three-tenths of one percent. Dow Industrials up three to 18,536, little change there. NASDAQ down 22 points to 5,033, a drop there of Four tenths of one percent. Gold up three seventy the ounce to thirteen thirty three, a gain of three tenths of one percent. And crude oil is down one point four percent, down sixty three cents a barrel. West Texas Intermediate crude forty four sixty two. I'm Charlie Pellet. That's a Bloomberg Business Flash. You're listening to Taking Stock with Kathleen Hayes and Pim Fox on Bloomberg Radio. Would you like to build a great business? Well, one of the things you might want to think about before you go on that trail is to read a new book written by Mark Rampola. He is the co-founder and the managing partner of Power Plant Ventures, but he may be more widely known as the founder and the former chief executive of Zico Coconut Water. That was eventually sold to Coca-Cola. Here to tell us more in studio is Mark Rampola. Mark, thanks very much for coming in and congratulations on the new book. Thanks, Pim. It's great to be here. All right. Your title of the book is called High Hanging Fruit. Build something great by going where no one else will. You looked up at a certain point in your career and not only did you see that you needed to fill a void in it, but you also saw something tangible and real which gave you an idea. Tell us the story. Sure, Pim. So I was uh, originally a Peace Corps volunteer in Central America uh, soon after college. And some years later, I was back again in Latin America running a multinational operations for international paper with my wife, married with a couple kids, and was just kind of bored and not too thrilled with where my career was going and what it looked like to be a corporate executive at a big corporation. So I looked around for ideas. What could I start? What's unique? What could I contribute to the world? And somehow or another, we came across coconut water. Well, when you say somehow you came across coconut water, you were actually consuming coconut water. Your family was consuming it where you lived in Latin America. That's right. That's right. Most of the locals all across Latin America and, in fact, parts of Asia and and Africa that are tropical all drink coconut water. So we drank it like everyone else, had it at the beach. It was known as a safe source of clean water, high in electrolytes. In fact, you know, the time that really hit hard for me was when my wife was pregnant with our second baby. She was having morning sickness. It's really the only thing she could hold down. Now, as far as the business plan, imagine that people would say to you, coconut water, who would want to drink coconut water? There's no there's no market That's for right. coconut water in the United States. Did you get that a lot? Oh, my God, everyone. <laughs> I think without a doubt, most people thought I was uh, I was at least a little crazy, if not completely crazy. First of all, to try to launch any new beverage business in this in this day and age, even even 15 years ago, it's incredibly capital intensive and very tough. But the idea that we're going to convince American consumers to drink coconut water that nobody had a clue about, building a whole new category, it, it's 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 a tough task. And yeah, a lot of people thought I was crazy. All right, so we're going to hold the crazy for just a moment because <laughs> there might be another crazy part of this, which is doing good. 
or contributing not just to the bottom line, but to something larger. Tell us about that. Yeah, well, look, this started out for me personally, um, as well as my wife, both of us believing, hey, if we're going to dedicate the 5, 10, 15 years that it may and very often does take to get a new business off the ground, it better fulfill us more than just on the bottom line, right? It better be more than just about money because we're going to dedicate time, talent, treasure, a lot of effort, a lot of stress, and a lot of risk to go after something. What does it really mean to us? So fortunately, we got on the same page and, in fact, you know, really start to set the bar higher. How are we going to build a business that not only makes money but makes a positive impact in the world? In this case, it was bringing a healthy beverage to market. It was making a positive impact in the communities that sourced it. And it was uh, making a positive impact on all the people that were associated with our business. Part of the uh, information that I got from High Hanging Fruit is that your program or your desire to create a business needs to be consistent with who you are and what you want for your personal life. Yeah, I think that's true, Pim, and I do get into that in quite some detail in the book. And it worked for me, but what's also true is I've seen this happen again and again and again with entrepreneurs. And I think in today's obscenely competitive marketplace, that is actually a way to differentiate because when you think about investors and employees and partners and consumers, everybody wants to be part of something more than just a business. They want to be part of a mission to the, to the extent that they know the founder or founders are really committed to this at their heart of hearts. I think it is more likely that a business is going to be successful and if not almost a requirement for success today. Tell us about what you're doing at Power Plant Ventures because I think that definitely connects with what you just described. It does. It does. So we believe, my partners and I and our investors believe that we have a $2 trillion global food system that's fundamentally broken. It's not delivering health and wellness and nutrition and certainly not doing it in a sustainable way. So we think there's going to be, in fact, already are thousands of entrepreneurs that are trying to remake that system. And what we want to do is find fund them, and help them scale and win. The reality is that big food and beverage companies are losing $10 billion a year off their top line because consumers are looking for something healthier, something more sustainable, something that's uh, good for them and good for the planet. And we believe that there's a huge opportunity that businesses, entrepreneurs are going to capitalize on. Now, if someone out there listening to you can check at least half of these boxes. <laughs> they should somehow get in touch with you at sure, Power Plant Sure, sure. Yeah, we welcome, welcome to talk to them. Uh, Mark at PowerPlantVC.com is the way to, is the way to reach me. Um, yeah, we're looking for those breakthrough entrepreneurs, those that both believe and are committed and have a passion for what they're doing, but are also smart, effective business people. And that combination is the sort of visionaries that are going to break through. You still drinking coconut water every, every day? Every day, Pim, every day. All right. Thanks very much for coming in and spending time You're with welcome. us. You're welcome. I appreciate Mark it. Mark Rampola is the co-founder and managing partner of Power Plant Ventures, and we're celebrating the release of his new book entitled High Hanging Fruit, Build Something Great by Going Where No One Else Will. Thank you very much. Thank you. This is Taking Stock. I'm Pim Fox. Taking a look at the S&P 500 right now, down about a quarter of a percent, lower by about six points at 2160. Coming up on Taking Stock, we'll be taking stock of the Department of Justice. They may be looking to block some major health care deals. This is Bloomberg. Coming up on Taking Stock, we're going to take stock of online travel. We've got Steve Hafner. He is the chief executive and the co-founder of Kayak. 
We're going to tell you how they're using artificial intelligence to provide better travel services. 